When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 10th. It is CPI Day, Consumer Price Index Day. Um, Consumer Price Index, 4.9%. Inflation went up 4.9%. That is what it was expected. It is down again, hugely bullish. Uh, because if inflation is down, the Fed can pause rate hikes. Simple as that. So June, uh, this is just one inflation number um, that there is another one tomorrow, which is the um, producer price index, the PPI. Uh, if that one comes in with even leveling off a slight increase or uh, an actual reduction in the cost of making goods, then boom, I think we're off to the races. The only thing we've got a triple play, and I think that's the title of my um of my live is inflation debt ceiling and PPI index. It's the triple play. Uh, but if we get inflation, uh, which is off the table now, if we get tomorrow PPI index, if that's off the table as well, then the only thing you have to worry about in this market, and it's not the only thing, but it is a significant thing is in, uh, the debt ceiling, which the meeting did not go well. Um, they're playing chicken, you know, again, remember, uh, McCarthy can say all that he wants about, uh, you know, needing his entire base to, to sign up for something. His entire base does not have to show up for, for a debt ceiling vote. Um, he may have to get half of his base, uh, and then the Democrats get most, if not the majority of their base and it'll pass the house. So I, I, I think we get it done. It's just, God, you know, there, there are some Democrats who are, you know, moderate Democrats like me who are, you know, say that, hey, federal spending is out of control. So it makes sense that they're, they're negotiating this. Uh, the second CPI uh, data came out, bond rates were down, stocks move up. Uh, and the other thing that moved up was Bitcoin. So I've got Mara and I've got Riot to look at. Uh, in my, and I'll look at GBTC and ETH as well. Um, but yeah, so everything went up big. Uh, oil is down. Let's go to the homepage uh, of Finviz and we can look at some of the commodities. Uh, oil is up 0.07. Natural gas is down 2%. Uh, that's big for KOLD. Um, yeah, I mean, oil, the, 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 the rumor is, that the um, supply in the U.S. is increasing. Um, so again, supply increases. We're going to have a demand increase with summer driving season. Uh, China is just not moving as fast with their demand as was expected. So oil, uh, watch UCO. We can look at it now. Let's look at the UCO. Because UCO had a cross up here. Uh, it's at 2411 yesterday. 
uh, you are at 2487 in pre-market, you're at 2495. This is a triple levered crude oil um, uh, ETF. It is a decaying asset. It's not something you want to hold thinking, oh my God, oil will go up. Um, because what they do is it just, I've gotten trapped in this, a reverse stock split. You can see that there's a, a pretty clear on a weekly. Um, you've got a pretty clear support level here at about 2425. Uh, it's a descending wedge. It will always be a long-term descending wedge. You know, the, the opposite of this, if you think that oil is going to go down from here, the opposite is SEO. And you can see SEO had a buy-in here at 2171. You've been doing well. That was uh, April 14th. You've been doing well if you, if you went in there. Now, natural gas, we talked about boil uh, well into the past. Uh, boil, uh, let's see. $3.02 across up today. And I thought it was interesting. I still think you've got downside. In fact, pre-market, you're down 4% to $2.87. Um, but this is boil. It's a decaying asset. Uh, if you think that boil, like I do, is still going to go down, uh, KOLD is your buy. 74.77 was the buy here. I said I'm just not touching either one because... Both POIL and KOLD are at extremes. That's not where you want to buy, buy a decaying asset that is triple levered. Um, in my mind, I don't think that you time these. I think you like the middle of the road where UCO and SCO are. Just take your pick which one you want. Um, you can trade them on a five-minute. You can trade them on a 65-minute algorithm. We've talked about the 65-minute algorithm in TrendSpider before. Trade them both. Um, you know, you can... Do, I, I, I like to trade these uh, when I'm just sitting around doing nothing and I feel like gambling. Rather than going playing online blackjack, I'll just buy some of these things and say, you know what, here you go. Here's 25 bucks. Here's 50 bucks. Let's go all in. And, and mind you, the stress level that I have uh, investing $10,000 into Google, $10,000 into Apple is the same stress level as I have doing $25 or $50 bets on KOLD or Boyle or UCO, SEO. But play those with, with how you want. Um, Google, this is an interesting one. Uh, Google's developers conference is today. They're, they're supposedly going to announce a foldable Pixel phone. Uh, they will announce some other things. Uh, I think it will be heavily focused on AI. Um, it has been shown throughout the earnings season that AI is enormous. What I want to show you is this ascending triangle um, wedge where we see Google continuing its, its breakout. Now, this ascending wedge, um, it's, it's kind of platformed here at about 109. <clears throat> You're trading at 108.99. I want to say 108.109 is a key pivot point on this one. If we close above 109 today, I think it's off to the races. And you might say, well, why is it off to the races? Well, let's take a look at a daily chart of Google. And then if I do an auto fib, and if you want to look it up, go to investopedia.com and look at Fibonacci, which provides uh, key support and resistance levels. Uh, it basically breaks it down into channels. And the key support up here is 109.46. And if you go back and you look, there's this gap right here at 111. And, and if we fill that, there's really no gaps to be filled either place. And I think you go off 
because here's the other thing that I was looking at. If you look at year to date and you look at big tech, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Meta, Amazon, and Netflix, it's basically Fang. Um, and you look at year to date, Netflix is the lowest at 12%. Google is the second lowest at 20%. Amazon, 24%. Microsoft, 28%. Apple is up 37%. Meta is up a stunning 87%. That's year to date. So Google is in the bottom, bottom two. Uh, look at one year and you can see uh, Netflix flips it on its head. Netflix over one year is up 91%. Meta, on the other hand, is only up 18%. Microsoft is only up 16%. Apple is down up 12%. Amazon is down 2%. And there's Google down 4%. Google is continuing to be the underperformer um, in, in this scenario. You can look here, three year, it's kind of in the middle of the pack. It's third place at 53%. But in the short term, I do think that Google has underperformed just based on that chart. When you see this and you see that top support in a Fibonacci at 109, remember, resistance turns into support. So every level of these, 109 then turns into support. That's why I think it's a probably a good buy here at 109. I have not added any at 109. I have added plenty below 100. Um, I am I'm loaded up on Google below 100. Uh, it is a long-term play on mine. Uh, I have added a bunch uh, in retirement accounts that I just sit and forget about. Um, so I, I like it. Again, it's, it's their developer conference today. Uh, Apple announced some stuff. Some, if you're a video editor, Final Cut Pro is coming, which is huge, coming to uh, iPad. Um, and they did something interesting. Apple has turned kind of their model on software on its head. <clears throat> um, they're going sus subscription-based. So Final Cut Pro costs, I think, $300. I got it with an educational bundle <clears throat> with about six things. Excuse me, let me clear my throat. <coughs> um, I got it for uh, like $200 with about five other programs. But they're going subscription-based, and it, you can't purchase it outright. So it is 100% going to be services revenue that they're going to see. They're going to increase it. I think there is an enormous potential um, for that subscription revenue in Final Cut Pro. And um, there's a band one that is not GarageBand, but I think it's Logic, Logic, Logarithm or something. Something I don't use, but it's for sound. It's all bundled into this uh, educational package. If you ever want to buy it for your Mac, just Google um, uh, Final Cut Pro educational package and you'll find it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's huge. So Apple's developer conference is coming up later. Google's development conference is today. Um, Google announces a bunch of stuff. I think you'll see it move. Um, okay, let's take a look at uh, D-Man. D-Man uh, watches me on YouTube. You guys should as well because you can see all of the, the charts that I post, blah, blah, blah. Um, D-Man has been pounding the table on Jeldwen. These are windows. And he has been, um, I think he may work at Home Depot or something. And he said, hey, people are coming in windows, blah, blah, blah. This is what I want to point out to you guys. And this is why I like people like D-Man and uh, people who invest like D-Man. They do the work. They understand exactly what I'm talking about. 
when I talk about investing in Apple, I'm looking at an iPad. I've got an iWatch, uh, Apple Watch. I've got uh, my MacBook. I've got an iPhone. I've got AirPods. I do have the Bose headphones, not the Air Max. Um, but he said, Jailbun is up big time. It is up huge. Um, look at this. It, it had its earnings, made 35 cents. Uh, the algorithm has you buying at 1344. You're up at 1438. That's a great move for a window company. And I think he was pounding the table back here in December where it was freaking $9 and you're at 14. Um, so he says, yeah, gelled one's up big time. Latest picks, Generac, C's, SMG. Um, and he's been looking at a shoe company and I've heard about this one too. Onon, uh, O-N-O-N, <clears throat> on holding. This has been one where, and I think it's been retail traders have really been taking this one up. Um, I heard Josh Brown talking about it a couple months ago, probably around here where it was at $16. You've doubled your money. I mean, honest to God, you've just doubled your money. Uh, what worries me about this one is this gap here between 22 and 25. At some point, you come back down there. Uh, these are running shoes. Um, and being in the running community, I've heard of them. I have not tried them. Uh, their PE is 164. It's only a $9 billion company. So it is considered small cap. Um, it is up year to date 95%. For one year, you're up 49%. You can see the average target price is 32. You're trading at 33. The last uh, downgrade... Uh, April 5th from Robert Baird outperformed to neutral with a $33 price target. Uh, March, there was an upgrade. We, uh, Webb Bush moved them from 20 to 25. Uh, and 37 up upgrade from Goldman in November. They've removed their price target. They moved it down from 37 to 28. Um, there's no insider buying. You can read articles on this one. I think it's a retail trade. I don't think you're... And God, you know, I hate to say this. I don't think you're going to 70 anytime soon. I mean, look at that move. You're back up here at 41. Um, that was back in December 2021. It was an IPO back in September of 2020. Uh, yeah, September 2021. And it IPO'd around 40, I think. You're just making your way back to the IPO price. And it was hyped up. 100% hyped up. They are making money. So if you believe in the company, you can invest in it. Um, that is one that he's, he said, and I like his comment. He said, it's definitely overpriced, uh, but mid and small caps are the opportunity. He thinks large cap is crowded um, and you got to think outside the box. Uh, it's about what's doing good that people don't think are doing good is the trick. Um, that's what he's getting the hang of. And I kind of agree with him. I mean, at this part, point, Onan, I think it is a retail trade. So I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it. But like he said, it's expensive. If it pulls that back down below 30, I think you could get into that and just kind of ride the wave. Again, it's expensive. That PE is crazy. And if you want to talk about crazy PEs, let's get into earnings. Uh, because upstart. Uh, which is an AI company for loans. Uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, this is an AI company. Uh, they, use, they don't use your FICA score. They use AI to give you a loan. 
Now, what's interesting about this one, the, the reason I love this one, I've invested in this one before. I got out, and I believe I got out with either a small gain or a very big loss. I, I kind of forget which. But I did get out. Um, you can see here, we'll go back into a, ba -ba -ba -ba, we'll go to a monthly. Uh, this one, no joke, it was close to $400 back in November 2021. It was, looks like three, 401, not even close. October 2021, the high was 401, 401. It's trading at $14. That's where it closed yesterday. You want to know where it's trading this morning? 1937. It is up an astounding 37%. Huge. One of the reasons I love this one is because there's a guy named Mark Minaveri. I don't know how to say his last name. But let me play this clip from CNBC. And if you're on YouTube, you can see it. If you're, uh, if you're just listening, remember, just go to some, uh, the, the timestamp and go to that in the, uh, the YouTube video and you'll be able to see it. But here you go. Okay, that is prime example why you don't trust a douche on the internet like me or anybody on CNBC. That guy was talking his trading book. He had put money in there. He wanted to pump up the stock more. So he goes on CNBC, tells you that it's a great stock, doesn't even freaking know what they do. That's why you don't listen to a lot of people. You do your own research. You understand this stuff. This is a good company. It's not a great company. Uh, Upstart, let's look. They are not making money. Their PE is 28, the forward PE. Uh, price to sales is significantly better today than it was. It's 1.21. Uh, they have cash on hand, $5.43 per share. It's a $1 billion company. Now, year to date, it's only up 6%. That's not including today's 40% move. Um, the average price target is $11. And you're trading at 19 So do you get into this one? Hell no, I wouldn't get into this one. You can see uh, on Finviz, there's a double bottom here at 12 that probably looks like a pretty good support. So if this ever gets to 12 again, throw your money at it. But do not buy this at 20 thinking that you're going to 40. Um, you very well might, but it's risky. Do not put a large portion. I, I'd rather see you go, you know, and make 5% in Google than, than lose 40% in Upstart. But Upstart, big mover of the day. Airbnb. Uh, this is one who hasn't used Airbnb. If, if, if you're somebody out there who hasn't used Airbnb, you're just kind of missing out. And again, use super hosts, uh, use people who know what they're doing. Don't, you, you know, don't go and sleep in somebody's dirty house that they're just going to a motel and charging you a bunch to stay at their house. Uh, that's nasty, but they gave weak guidance. I believe this is a long-term play. They are down 13%. It's at 109. I think 109 puts you 
below its 200 day on the four hour algorithm. This had a buy in here at 118. Uh, it was overbought before earnings. People were expecting huge things from this and they just lost it. I would not buy at the open. I would probably wait till it gets to about 104, 103, 104 seems to me like there's some good bounces here at about, you know, even at this price, 109, 108. I mean, you, you could time it. If you get under 100, I think it's a great, great play. Um, PayPal, we talked about it yesterday. I think it hit 65. Let's see, is it up today? Yeah, it's at 60, 66.41. It closed at 65.91. Again, I, I think that's an $80 stock at some point in time this year. Um, SOXS, I have this one as having a big move um, yesterday. I got you out with 18%. Yeah, that's what I wanted. This is a semiconductor bear three times. Um, it got you out yesterday with 3% uh, 18% gain. 18% gain. And it was a buy April 4th. So I wanted to show that one. It is down 3%. So the, the, the bull is up 3%. Um, Carl asked me to look at no, Novo Nordisk. And if you don't know this one, it's a Dutch company, I believe. Um, they have uh, one of those weight loss drugs. And he's been in this one for a while. Uh, I will tell you, I have a friend who had this one um, uh, prescribed to her to lose her baby weight. She you know, probably up there on the uh, higher uh, income scale. And she wanted to lose baby weight. She, she basically got this uh, prescribed to her and she raved about it. I mean, absolutely 100% raved about it. She exercised, she did everything. This was the thing that got uh, the weight off of her. And it was nothing more than, you know, a, um, almost cosmetic. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people use this outside of cosmetics because they just can't lose weight. Um, you know, we're all made different. There's genetics at play. You know, just because somebody exercises and eat, eats right, some people, even when they do that, can't lose weight. Just can't. So this is a, a wonder drug. Um, you can see this is a crazy, crazy play. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the four-hour algorithm over two years makes you 30%. It just has not been a good algorithm because if you would have just bought and held over two years, you made 116%. Uh, so it's definitely been a buy and hold. Now, it is expensive. You just got out with a 10% gain here on May 4th. It got you back in today with a $168 price target. Now, if we go over here to Finviz, um, you can see the PE is 42. That's not huge in biotech. Um, the average target price is 159. Again, you're trading at 168. Um, there is an upgrade from Morgan Stanley from last year, equal to outweight. There's no other coverage. When you move down here, there's no insider buys. Um, this is a $288 billion uh, market cap. So it's, it's fairly big. Uh, their income, $9 billion. Uh, they have a 1% dividend. Year to date, it's up 24%. Performance for one year, up 51%. In my mind, you've missed this run. Doesn't mean it won't go to 180. Uh, doesn't mean that it's you know, going to continue this, this, this ascending trend. Um, but I, I just, you know, I, I, again, I am a tech guy. Um, I, 
biotech I just tend to stay away from. And that's my only thought on it, Carl. I, I, Carl has done really, really well on this one. Um, and at kudos. I mean, anybody that's gotten into this one, uh, I should have gotten into it much earlier. This price at 100 here, uh, and you know, just back in September where it hit, you know, lows. I mean, let's take a we'll take a look at long term. Look at this, look at this weekly. I mean, it was trading right around um, 45 back in 2019. Then you had COVID. It went down to 51. Well, March of 2020, if you traded at 51, you've three times your money in three years. 100% every year? I mean, come on. That's legend. That's legend status right there. So, uh, news today. Disney. They report after the bell. Jim Cramer hates it. He said, I wouldn't buy it before uh, earnings. I'd just probably hold it if you have it. My investment club holds a big, uh, a big portion of this, so we have it, blah, blah, blah. He went into his, uh, you know, somber gym, somber gym voice. I'm not saying buy it. I think anything under 100, you absolutely take the bait and buy. Uh, I hold this one, I think, with an average price of like 102, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. I bought right before the earnings up here at 109, and I could have sold it at 120. I didn't, and I've held on to it. I've added some to it um, at, at about 195, somewhere. It was under 100 in this period. Um, but I think, you know, again, streamers are having problems. Um, if you don't, Discon, you know, um, cancel your uh, streaming service every now and then. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. Get outside. Do some exercise. Don't stream all the time. Don't pay for all of them. So, Disney, I'm eh, not expecting a ton. I'm really not. Uh, Iger is going to probably talk about the DeSantis fight. Um, it's never good when a company gets into a fight with a government, uh, whether it's local, federal, whatever, um, state. So, uh, Roblox, we talked about this one. They announced and their earnings, um, disappointing. They're down. They're actually up 2%. God, you know, I can't keep track of this. Here's the thing. It wasn't super disappointing. You can see 48 cents here, um, to 44 cents. So they lost less money. Um, it wasn't a huge shock. So it didn't kind of bounce a ton. It is up 3%. Um, to 37.25, you did have this buy-in right before at 35, and I said this gap up here at 42 to 44 could get filled. I think we're on our way to filling it. Here's what you have to know about Roblox. Um, they had an increase in users year over year. So this is not just a pandemic play. Year over year after the pandemic, they are increasing their user base. There is some issues with how they announced their earnings, and I think that's why it was down initially, and it was a down big, um, because they use these Roblox, and they have to convert them to U.S. dollars and blah, blah, blah. I still think it's a $40 stock. I think if you get in here at 36, get the 36 handle. It's at 37.40. Um, God, it's, it's just, it's even going up as we open up. Um, yeah, 37.35. People are trading, and it's going to be big. Don't buy it today. Wait for it to pull back to 35, 36. That would be my take. Okay. Crypto. Mara. Let's look at Mara. It is up 4% uh, to $9.82. I told you over $10. Sell it. 
Uh, it just got you out here. Uh, this $10.35 buy, it's going to cross up again. Don't worry about it. If you're, if you're using TrendSpider and you're saying, hey, um, you know, I, I want to get out of this, they're going to announce earnings. Let's see, March 10th, May 10th, uh, pre-market, May 11th, pre-market. So tomorrow morning, they announce earnings. I would expect with the price of crypto going up so much, these guys announce something good. That would be my take on it. Riot kind of trades right in line with Mara. Their earnings are coming up on um, May 23rd. Uh, so it's a while away. You have a buy-in here at 11.44. It's trading at 11.88. It's up 3%. GBTC, we can look at GBTC. Uh, this one is up 1.2% in the pre-market. It has you out, the algorithm. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Performance chart on GBTC. With the algorithm, you lose 19%. Just buying and holding, you lost 60%. So your boy here sold at like $8. <laughs> Uh, back in December, took a big loss on this one. wasn't huge, but it was you know five figures. It was decent enough. Uh, not something I typically do. E A E T H E, and I've talked about it before, so I don't have to go back to it. But Peppy Coin and Poo Coin, you can invest in those. I shouldn't say you can invest; you can trade those. Just don't think that you're investing. But E T H E had a buy in here uh, May third. I went over it nine dollars and eight cents. You are at nine. Uh, I'm sorry, eight dollars and eighty-eight cents. So you're down from where it was. Uh, again, with a good economy, people are going to start going in there. I wanted to take a look at the arcs, and I just, you know, honest to God, I just take a look at these every now and then. Arc K, buying here at thirty-six fifty-three. You're at thirty-eight ninety-eight. You're up get two percent again today. You're at thirty-nine dollars. So you've almost got your ten percent in Arc K. Uh, Arc G, which is the genomics, kind of the same trajectory, 29.50. Anything under 30 on this one, I think you buy. You're at 31 right now. You've almost got your 10%. Uh, Arc F, we can look at. Uh, this is the financials, 17.98. You're moving in that direction. Again, do, are we in a bull market? I think so. Um, the one that I really like and I think is the most diverse is Arc W. Uh, Arc W just had a buy in here at forty eight eighty two. You're trading at fifty dollars, so you can see fifty dollars is probably all the way since February is probably your pivot point here. Uh, hasn't made you a ton, but if you get in under fifty and sell over fifty, you're doing pretty well. Okay, scans will go in the private Facebook group, but I wanted to bring up a couple of them uh, just here. PXD, we had that uh, cross up. The uh, at 210.17, you're at 210.14 right now. It is just kind of pivoting around up and down. This is one with 11% dividend. If you're not in this one, I don't know why. There talks about taking it over, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the core portfolio, Amazon, way to cross up on Amazon. At 106.60, you're trading at 108.92. Um, their earnings are passed. The catalysts are gone. I just don't think there's a lot to, to move. But I think anything below 110 on this one, I think long-term, you're, you're getting a deal. Uh, Boeing, with their uh, orders, Boeing had, uh, seven I think Ryanair had a big one. 201.88, I'd say wait for anything under 200 because it's going to come. Uh, in the energy space, FANG, which is Diamondback Energy, big dividend. Uh, this one has a cross up here at 132.93. Um, 
let's see, XLE had a buy-in. Boyle, we went over. Halliburton and Schlumberger. Schlumberger is probably my favorite of the two. Uh, Schlumberger has a buy-in here at 46.37. Great price for this one. This is an energy technology company. They provide the uh, the technology to uh, high oil and gas companies. The PE is only 17. This PE was crazy, crazy high now. 17 in an energy company is big. It's got a 2% dividend. Year to date, you're down 11%. Over one year, you're up 9%. I think this one's just been beaten down because it was so overbought. Um, it, again, it moved from the, the lows back here in October. Um, 34. And this was uh, October of last year. It was 34. And then through December, it kind of went up. Um, and then, oh, I'm sorry, that was 2021, the October lows, 34. Kind of went up uh, as of this year, or I'm sorry, January of last year. It was it was here at 47 or so. And it's just come right back down. I, I still think it's a great company. I think you'd be crazy to not get in at these prices. But again, it's been beaten down. DRV, we talked about DRV a lot. This is the real estate play. This is a bear for the real estate play. So when the real estate market goes down, <laughs> uh, this one goes up. Head across up here at 49.70. Again, it's a decaying asset traded on the uh, tra uh, 65 minute is what I would do. One that I think is interesting here is Pinterest. We talked about Pinterest after their earnings. Pinterest just shot down. I think you've put in a floor here. 21.37 was the cross up yesterday. At 20, uh, uh, it's at 21.76. It's up 1.35. I do think you come back up here to this 26. So Pinterest at 21, I don't think it's a bad play. You've got a uh, activist management and Elliott group that is basically squeezing profit out of this. I think it's a good play. Um, ODLF. This is Old Dominion Freight Line. ODLF. Uh, uh, let me put it in Dominion. Uh, ODFL, sorry, <laughs> dyslexia. Um, this one has a cross up, doesn't have a price yet. It, you can see the, the MACD is just kind of floundering a little, but I think it's been beaten down. This is freight. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not sexy. It's not anything that, you know, you're going to make a ton of money on, but I think you've put in a uh, pretty good right there. You can see 320. Uh, is the price right there? What, uh, year to date, you're up 10%. One year, you're 11%. You got a 0.51% dividend. It's nothing crazy. I think Buffett owns this one. He owns some freight stuff. Um, banks. We had three banks that had cross-ups. One is Citigroup. Citigroup 46.33. Is this the turnaround for some of the banks? I don't know. Could be. Um, it's interesting. Hold on. My uh, active trader pro just crashed. So 46.33 is the cross up on Citigroup. I like Citigroup personally. I own Bank of America. I own Wells Fargo. Um, I own other ones that I like. Uh, I own Morgan Stanley. Uh, I think I own Goldman Sachs. Don't own JP Morgan, even though JP Morgan was a monster yesterday. JP Morgan was up. Um, the algorithm has you out, so it hasn't had a cross-up, but it's up 0.44 at 136. Uh, I think it was, yeah, 136. 
that's crazy thinking that you could get this, you know, uh, at like under a hundred back in October, 2022. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, uh, JP Morgan did not have a cross up. Uh, this COF is the symbol. This is capital one financial. These are credit cards. Um, what you have to know about Capital One is if you think consumers will start defaulting, that's where this one comes into danger. And COF, they're heavy, heavy credit cards. Um, it is a cross-up at 89.05. It's trading at 89.62. It is not a crazy um, valuation with a PE of six. They have a 2.7% dividend. What worries me about these guys are all the downgrades that you see. The average target price is 110. So even with the downgrades, 110 doesn't seem crazy. Um, you look at the insiders, they're selling. I don't know that I'd put a lot into this because, I mean, shit, if you're in uh, any kind of finance stuff, you're selling right now just with the bank industry. But a uh, regional bank, which actually has a cross-up, is U.S. Bank Corp. It doesn't have a price on the algorithm yet, but it did cross up. Now, the, uh, the latest one, this one, 34.40, it lost you, I think, about 11% there. So be careful with this. I, I like it here, but I don't know that I love it. Again, it's a regional bank, so be careful. If you want banks and you want long-term, Schwab. Schwab is at $48. I just, I hear legendary investors saying, we don't know why it's at $48. Uh, it's a, easily a $60 bank stock. They just don't know. So um, let's look at the uh, core portfolio. Amazon is up 2%. I see Devon is down at 48. It's down 1%. Um, Google is up 1% at one Oh, it's almost at 110. Uh, remember 109 is going to be the point. If you see it close at 109, I think you can load up on it and you'll make, you know, five, 10% on that one. Long-term, if you want it long-term, I think it's a great stock. Oxy 5788. Uh, it is down 1%. Uh, Roblox is actually up 3%. God, that one was down. Uh, it is up 3%. Uh, Snowflake is up 2% at 168. Uh, they are coming up on earnings uh, Mar May 24th. So it's broken out of this descending triangle. Big. It was 148 buy-in. You're at 168 right now. Your boy here, I think it's my average purchase price is around 160 or something. Um, Tesla is at 172. We talked about how getting Tesla in the 160s was a good buy. It's up 1%. Uh, Uber is at 38.30. Remember how I said it's a $40 stock? I think you want to buy it closer to 30, but I do think this is a $40 stock. Uh, I think with Lyft reporting horrible earnings, uh, with Uber doing more advertising in their app, they'll become a super app at some point in time, I think. Um, and Exxon is put down 0.08. We talked about Exxon. I think 105 is probably the pivot on this one. It's at 108. Uh, I just think this this kind of line right here, between 107 and 105, if it gets down there and you want to own an oil company, that's just going to pay you a ton of dividends and buy back stock. That's it. So I will be back tomorrow. 
Uh, if you have any questions, let's talk about the sponsors before I talk about questions. Uh, sponsors Visible. If you're paying anything more than $30 a month for your phone service, get Visible. There's a link down below. Uh, I personally have Visible. Uh, you save $20 off your first month. Uh, let's look at Verizon. I didn't want to look at Visa. I wanted to look at Verizon. Uh, because back here in March, I said, hey, w which should you buy, Verizon or, or AT&T? And if you bought Verizon at 36, went all the way up to 40. I mean, that's a great trade. You know, got out of it. Hopefully before the earnings. I, I think that at 37, 46, eh, it's not a bad. Here's the, what you have to know. Verizon has an enormous dividend yield, 6.95. At some point, if they continue to go down like this, they're going to need to cut that dividend. Here's what you have to know from a long-term standpoint. If we go to a weekly, it's as low as it's ever been. They're just spending a ton of money. That's it. But visible service, it is a race to the bottom, and that benefits you because $30 a month uh, is your phone service for unlimited. I pay it. I think I'm at 25. I think they're running a promotion with 25. The link below saves you $20 off your first month. That means your first month is $5. If you have an eSIM, if you have one of the newer iPhones, just get an eSIM for Visible. Sign up with the link. It'll only cost you $5. Test it out against your current service. I know T-Mobile charges, I think, $45 for their unlimited. Um, it might be $40. You know, try out Visible. Verizon supposedly has a better network. Personally, I've always been on Verizon. Uh, Atlanta, I know Verizon has a significantly better network than T-Mobile because there's just too many freaking people on T-Mobile. Um, so I get Verizon. I don't get uh, delimited, uh, whatever it's called, deprioritized. I don't. Uh, next uh, sponsor is, is TrendSpider. The charts that you see, I use it on TrendSpider. If you sign up with the link down below, DSP25 saves you 25% off. Uh, I will give you my four-hour algorithm. I will give you my 65-minute algorithm. I will give you the scanner that I use to find stocks. I will give you all of the watch lists that I have. I will give you everything that you need to actually benefit from all of this. Uh, it is a tool. Um, I love it. I don't trade without it. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Again, the private Facebook group, if you want to join, it's in the link tree that is down below. There are symbols for all of the uh, things. The other thing that I wanted you to do is if you made it this far, go and rate me on Spotify. I mean, I know I haven't asked for it in months and it stopped. Every time I don't ask for it, uh, new people start listening and they don't rate me. But if you're listening on Spotify, hit the five star button because if you made it this far, you must like something that you get. Um, but hit the five star button, uh, rate me. Uh, if you make money, tip me. You know, it's in the link tree. So I will be back tomorrow. If you have any questions, hit me up. All of the socials, even if you don't have a social media, you can email me. It's on the link tree. Okay. Take care. See you.